With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling fine. We were just talking to your dad, and he did pitch an incredible idea for 32 Fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said uh, we should he, – he said, oh, what do you – he asked us what we do when there's no football. Clearly, he's a big fan. He just doesn't remember from the last offseason. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, we said we'd just do Mishigas. We do other stuff. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, like the underwear tournament. <laughs> so let's do an underwear tournament. All right, who do you got winning a thong or I? I mean, I could only name like three underwears. How many underwears are there? No, I think it would be brands. I think we try and like thirty-two brands of underwear. Is yeah, that really, uh, versus like uh, I don't know distinction? Maybe we get underwear. I would love to get underwear sponsors. Yeah, I could get some new underwear for free. I would take that. You ever think like if you're if you were rich enough, if money was no object, shouldn't you technically like wear a pair of underwear once and then throw it out? Why is there such displeasure you get from wearing fresh? No, but I'm underwear? just saying if you're rich, if you're rich enough, it would be not. It's nice to put on a fresh pair of underwear that's never been worn. W- wouldn't that be like if you were like Jeff Bezos? I, there's no way Jeff Bezos rewears underwear. That would be. I crazy. don't know. I I, I had a um, cousin once who, not because he was so wealthy, but because he was so incompetent, he knew how to do laundry. So he would just buy clothes, wear it once, and throw it out. But he was buying, yeah, like cheap, you know, like Target, like you know, the cheapest stuff possible. Um, I mean, I, I remember there was a store in Minneapolis I used to go to as a kid, a couple of them. Banks was called one and Opitz, where you could get a dress shirt for literally a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, it's insane. I'm going to spend a dollar on this shirt. And then every time I have to get it laundered, I'm going to spend more than that. So, <laughs> yeah, you should wear it once and throw it out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of garbage, let's talk about the Green Bay Packers. No, we're going right into the Packers. We could wait five more minutes before we get into the Packers. No, I want, the Packers are, last year, were one of the least impressive 13-3 and teams you'll ever see. Yes. I think of, like, a nine-win team. And then they uh, drafted a backup quarterback in the first round, enraging their fans and also their starting quarterback. And I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second. You know, Jerry on the Vikings podcast, I don't know which one of these is going to be released first, but he was talking about, well, Cousins is much better than Rodgers. So what does that mean? You know, is Cousins good? And I said, well, I think it means Rodgers is bad. Um, you know, the, um, let, let's, uh, we started this podcast in 2015, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Here's um, all right. So, well, well let's, let's take a step back. Um, Aaron Rodgers, from 2007 to 2014, over that eight-year period, his CQBR plus was 125.4. You want to have a list of every quarterback in NFL history with a CQBR plus that high? Is it just him? It's Joe Montana, Otto Graham, Steve Young, Roger Staubach. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Young and Staubach had relatively short careers. Um, Graham started in the AEFC, and this was really, it's really Joe Montana. So, like, when we started this podcast in 2015, Rodgers was a lock to finish as a top 10 all-time quarterback and probably top five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you and I have done quarterback rankings in every single year in the preseason, and I have never had Aaron Rodgers lower than three at any point in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what the actual numbers. So, as I said, his CQR plus 125.4 from 07 to 14. Since we started this podcast, the curse of 32 fans, maybe, from 2015 to 2019, Aaron Rodgers' CQR plus has been 108. 108 is fine. You know who's is better? Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Like, he's gone from being an all-timer to being about the 10th best quarterback in the league on an annual basis. And it's been for half a decade. So, you know, people were blaming Mike McCarthy's unimaginative offense, and then they said, oh, Matt LaFleur is here. Everything's going to change. Last year, he was at 106.7. He was even worse. He was, last year, he was behind Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers has the ability to perform these superhuman plays, these Hail Marys and whatnot. But I think he's become overrated. And again, I'm part of the problem. I rank him top three every year. But there's no analytical way to justify that. Like, he has this one elite skill, which is he just really avoids throwing interceptions. No one's better than him at that. But his completion percentage and yards per attempt are pathetic. Last year, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Gardner Minshew were better than him in both of those. And McCarthy's gone. So, like, at a certain point, this guy's run out of excuses. So why do we still rank Aaron Rodgers as a top five, top ten quarterback? Um, I don't know. It's a great question. He doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, I said that's his one skill. So his, his sort of, you know, st- uh, you know, football card numbers look much better. Tyrod Taylor doesn't turn the ball over either. It is true. Tyrod, we don't really talk about it. I had to draft Tyrod Taylor in a 12-team league as my QB, too. No, actually, he's my backup to Apollo. But uh, I'm, I'm rooting for Tyrod Taylor this year. I'm not so sure Tyrod Taylor doesn't have a big year with the Chargers. Well, here's my take with the Packers, basically. I think that when you look at this team, there's just not a lot to impress me. I think they're mostly mm-hmm. closing a reputation and, you know, Rodgers and the team as a whole. You know, I, you know, because we just the Vikings podcast. I'm not that high in the Vikings, but I think the Packers are closer to the Lions and Bears than they are to the Vikings. It's an eight and eight team. And by the way, you know who's smart? Our listeners. Our list. More of our listeners has had this team ranked in the twenties than had them in the top ten. In fact, only one person had them ranked ninth. That was the highest anyone had them ranked. Overall, our listeners are, have them ranked average of fourteen point two. So our listeners are not high on the Packers. But there's one guy who has the Packers high ranked higher than every single one of our listeners, and that's you, Wheels. You have them ranked at eight. So explain yourself. Yeah, I think it's not a great division, and I think they're going to win it. And, and you win a division, you're basically the eighth. Oh, you're thinking the Packers team. win the division? Yes. Okay, so why? Uh, they were much better than the Vikings last year, and I'm not convinced that they're not better this year. Hold on, no, they weren't. Year. No, they weren't. They, 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 were, they had a dramatically worse scoring differential. They had dramatically worse advanced stats. Yeah, they won a couple more regular season games, but you know they also had very, very fortunate luck in close games. All right. Now, if you want to make the argument against the Packers, which is fair, they did have a terrible offseason. Let's get into yeah. that. They are going to get – we talked but about on, the Vikings. But, but, but I, I actually yeah. want to propose they did not have a terrible offseason like people say because everyone assumes they had a bad offseason because everyone is based on the assumption that they still have this you know, all-time legendary quarterback in his peak. But I think that maybe the Packers front office is smarter than the average dumb fan, and they've looked at the actual numbers, and they say, hey, we have to build this team around our running game and defense and treat Rodgers the way that San Francisco treats Jimmy Garoppolo, basically a game manager – because that's actually what he is, right? So, yeah, everyone says it was a, it was a terrible offseason, but maybe that's because the, the, they under, like Aaron Rodgers was 26th in accuracy on throws of less than 20 yards down the field over the last two years. When you have a quarterback like that, you know what you have to do? Invest in the running game and the defense. All right, listen, 
Um, okay, I, I wanted to say, though, the Packers are going to get less help from their drafted rookies than any other team in the NFL. They do not have a rookie starting. Obviously, Jordan Love is, you know, Chester's calling from the start right now. I think yeah. Chester's take is Jordan Love's already better than Aaron Rodgers. You know, A.J. Yeah. Dillon will probably play, but um, that's yeah, I it. I don't understand why Aaron, Ro- Aaron Jones has been one of the better running backs in the NFL. Jamal Williams, one of the best change of pace uh, running backs in the league. He had five touchdown receptions last year. Why did they draft a 250-pound third-string running back in the second round? I, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, you just said their front office is really smart, so maybe no, AJ I, Dillon. Is... I think they're smart because they know that Rodgers isn't good anymore. But yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, listen, you there there are a lot of things they could have done. They, um, you know, the the offensive line isn't perfect. Bakhtiari's still there. It's, you know, guys are getting old. The center's getting old. Um, I'm not I'm not in love with Billy Turner, the right tackle. I don't know. I don't I, like. There's a lot of places they could have they could have gotten lined up. They did draft John Runyon, uh, yeah. but that's more of a late round pick. You remember John Runyon? Runyon? Uh, was, the congressman slash former Eagle. Yeah, his 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 kid. Oh, John Runyon Jr. But he's like a, yeah. Um, uh, he's you a know, because yeah, you're not Rogers. a you're not a Michigan Wolverines fan. Yeah, the gem of this offense is really the offensive line. Bakhtiari has been the best tackle in the NFL probably since Joe Thomas retired early. And the best looking. Um, he's got nice hair. Uh, Brian Belaga, he's done. So they brought in Rick Wagner from Detroit. The guards are okay. Corey Lindsley is very good. Their center. But I, I think Bakhtiari is like halfway through a Hall of Fame career. I think he's, uh, he's really Yeah, no, he's great. Uh, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is underrated. I really, I, excuse me, Aaron, Aaron Jones is underrated. I really like Aaron Jones. I yeah, think Aaron Jones, Jones is good. The receivers, mm-hmm. by the way, not so great. The, the receivers are ranked 25th last year by Pro Football Focus grading. Devontae Adams, he has good fantasy numbers, and so I think people think, oh, yeah, he's good. He's, he's up fine. But no, Devontae Adams is excellent. Devontae Adams, like, I think the advanced numbers really like Devontae Adams, too. Devontae Adams is excellent. Okay. The problem Kevin is who after that. Yeah. Geronimo Allison. I think Jeremiah Allison's gone, actually. Um, Alan Lazard. Who's the person you said? Scampling. No, Funch has uh, opted out. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying they got nobody. We just yeah. assume, like, an Aaron Rodgers' offense has to have two stud receiving weapons. That hasn't been the case in a long time. Hasn't happened in years, no. And yeah. they, haven't, they haven't even been picking guys. They, they went with uh, Valdez Scantling and Equinemius St. Brown, who, by the way, were late-round picks in, in 18. Yeah. And then the last two years have not even tried. And that's really what they should have done. They should have gotten a second guy to go with Adams. Yeah, Jay Sternberger. Uh, anyone picking him in fantasy? Uh, Jay Sternberger, I, you know, I think they were excited about last year. But no, he's, he, and they draft, he was a third-round pick last year, and they liked him so much they picked another tight end on uh, the third end. So, amazingly, Mercedes Lewis is still around. Mercedes Lewis might be, if you told me he's 42, I'd believe you, Mercedes Lewis. I don't understand why they keep bringing these veteran tight ends. They did with Jimmy Graham. Like they never work out. Give, give Jace a chance. Well, Mercedes is a blocker also. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm think, I think our listeners are pretty smart here. This team's over under is nine. I'm pounding that under baby. This is an eight and eight team. No, you're this anti-Rogers thing. You've been waiting five years to do it. And no, I've been loving Rogers forever. I, I, I've taken Rogers in, in AYF and Pell every single year. And by the way, I spent $53 on him uh, yesterday. I have him again this year. Oh, yeah, your stupid league, which values $53, not well spent. Um, but he's all name. And uh, he will have two or three incredible plays a year. And everybody's like, oh, my God, he's the best player. But, like, again, his stats are worse than Gardner Minshew's. How do you justify that? What's the excuse? Uh, Matt LaFleur is supposed to be an offensive genius. Yeah, I, I will say if, if there isn't something special this year, I do think you can end the, like, not, not that you're going to fire LaFleur, but, like, you can end the idea that, like, LaFleur is the new Sean McVay. Like, well, I want to see something. They, they, you know, obviously the Favre to Rodgers transition was, you know, not smooth to say the least. How is the Rodgers to love transition going to go? 
I don't think it's going to happen. I don't, I think the pressure you're putting on him, I don't think they're, I, I think that's more of like, he's, he's annoying behind the scenes. He's so rich. I don't know how long he's going to want to play. He's such Ooh, an Rogers. unhappy weird. I'm saying like, I think that's one of the reasons why they're picking, you know, Rogers is really going to go to another team, right? He's such a weird guy. It's hard to judge. I think he'll be the starting quarterback on the San Francisco 49ers in 2022. I think this is year 16 for Aaron Rodgers. Like he's, you know, he's not especially old, but. But he hasn't um, been as healthy as a lot, you know, as you know, your Peyton's and your. Yeah, you're right. One of, one of the problems with the stats is I believe, I believe it was 2018 and not last year where he was super banked up. And maybe he's like never healthy. And he just, maybe the mistake is that he's playing uh, injured. And, and then Moran's like, you think like, oh, he sucks, but really he's not healthy. I haven't heard any of, uh, anybody say that he's injured. So he's going to turn it. He's right, younger than me. He's going to turn 37 uh, yeah. in December. Yeah, guess what? You're also not a good quarterback, Akiva. No offense. Well, I've, seen, I've definitely seen better days. Yeah. Uh, if we could switch to the defense, Alex. Yeah. So I do think the biggest thing last year, and of course the Packers famously eschewed free agency uh, after signing Reggie White for you know, over 20 years. Yeah. Well, why, and, why do something that works? And then, and then last year they signed the Smiths, Preston Smith, and more importantly, Darius Smith. Yeah. And, and they yeah. ran wild uh, uh, you know, around you know, Kirk Cousins and, and many other teams. Darius Smith was the league leader in, in quarterback pressures. Preston Smith had a good season. Yeah, they're, they're like they are a legit pass rushing team. This team can get to the can get, and and to me, unless Ngakwe is going to take you guys there, that's really the reason why I think they're a smidge better than Minnesota. Because even though you guys have excellent defensive players, you have them at like the least important positions, like inside linebacker and safety. Yeah. See, uh, first of all, okay, Kenny Clark and the Smith brothers are all excellent. This defensive line probably is the least d- deep defensive line in the NFL. Like, th- their fourth through eight on their line is the worst in the NFL. Last year, they took Rashawn Gary out of Michigan in the first round. He couldn't even get on the field. And it's not because, oh, they got such – like, they, their defensive line sucks after those three guys. And you know who's even worse? Their linebackers. Have you seen their linebackers? Where is Rashawn Gary? Where, where is he? What do you mean? Yeah, he's, he's not on the roster. Oh, he's not even playing this year? Well, th- that's a bad sign for a first-round draft pick last year. Um, Christian Kirksey replaces Blake Martinez. Christian Kirksey played two games last year. Um, that's the good news. You know why? Why? His two games last year are the only two starts, NFL starts, any linebacker on the Green Bay Packers has ever made. They have literally zero experience at the linebacker position. Um, this team last year, they were very, very good in September, especially their defense, in particular their secondary. Jair Alexander, I don't know if you remember, in September last year, he looked like the best corner in the league. Mm-hmm. In week five against Philly, he allowed 201 yards. Akiva, how many years did Darrell Rivas go without allowing 100 yards in a game? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Gary, he's just listed now as outside linebacker. That's why. But uh, not as a starter, which is obviously not ideal for a first-round yeah. pick from last year. Anyways, Alexander allowed like, – he was being talked about in September. Uh, Barnwell had him on, like, his, you know, defense play of the year through a quarter of the season. He allowed 200 yards in a game and then was torched repeatedly throughout – like, the Packers basically had a very good September – and then mm-hmm. were bad for the next three months, but kept on winning really close games because of, like, luck. Them in Seattle just pulling things out of their tuchus one after another. This team sucks. I'm telling you, this team is really bad. It, it, it's, it's all name. It's because they're a public no, team. They can rush the passer. I like the safeties. I, I sort of like the defense. They're going to run the ball. Who do, you, who do you like on the defense? Other than Clark and the Smith brothers, who do you like? Maybe. I mean, that's enough, like, in the front seven. And then I, like, I think so, both so safeties are above average. So they have three NFL player. caliber players on their entire defense? No, the basically. safeties are good. Um, I, I'm telling uh, you, this team, this team is worse than the Lions and the Bears. They really are. 
But I do agree. There's no rookies, right? They outside of seventh round picks, they do not have a they do not have a rookie on defense, and and Love's not going to play. So it's literally just Dylan is the only rookie who's going to see the fi- the field, which is insane and for third a, string running back. Yeah. Yes, it's it's just insane for for a. Uh, like you know, two to fifty-three. All right, because as you know, as yeah. down as Amon Rodgers. No, it's that. not a great team. Two to fifty. Hold on, two to fifty-three. Who would you rather have, the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers? Um, I you know I have to look at the Bears roster again. And the and answer is the Bears. Very... So if you Blue let's Mac say you flipped, a... if you flipped Rodgers with Mitch, yeah. Slash Foles, you get both. And the Bears the would team. be an eight and eight team instead of the Packers. Roquan Smith, Khalil. Eddie Jackson. I mean, yeah, these guys are all better players than yeah, uh, everyone. The Bears but are a better team Smith. than the Packers. All right, next, Lions. Well, uh, Stafford's already better than Rodgers. <laughs> no, I, I think I'd probably have the Packers core over Detroit's. Detroit's core is just not good. Yeah, I, I, honestly. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. Detroit, Detroit, I, Detroit I, I said this last year about Detroit and the Niners. Uh, I said it really about the Niners also, for sure. I was kind of pushing towards the Niners in a weird way last off season for my charts, but then I didn't pick them to do anything is that the, 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 the jet, the lions, excuse me, have like a lot of B plus players. So I don't know if I take Detroit over green Bay, maybe I would. And green Bay doesn't have any exciting young players. It's really crazy. So I, I'm you swapped rosters between the Packers and the Jaguars. No mm-hmm. one would think of this team to win even seven games. They're really coasting on their end. No, because the offensive line. You're you're making you're really you're really downgrading. Bakhtiari is great. They they have two. Okay, they, they have, have the a, best. they have a very good offensive line. Hold on a second. The with, Browns with are the, the best quarterback who doesn't take for a decade. What did they do with Joe Thomas? They're they're listen. They have an above average running back and a top ten receiver, and a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over and a good offensive line. How many other teams can say that? Above average offensive line, yeah. A, a good quarterback, yeah. yeah. Uh, a top ten receiver, and an above well, they, average they, they have running one back. receiver. Again, I think it's more fantasy, but okay. But I'm saying, and he's no, he's yeah. not a fantasy player. He's actually better. Well, Aaron in, in Jones, Aaron Jones, because he had all those touchdowns last year, was a fantasy player. Aaron Jones is better as a real player than a fantasy player, even though he's a great fantasy player. Aaron Jones is a very good running back, and Jamal Williams, by the way, also great. Which is why that Dylan just doesn't make sense to me as a pick. All right, why don't we play some schedule game for the Packers? Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do it or you want me to do it? Uh, you give me the games and I'll, right, I'll, I'll I already, I already said I'm pounding the under of nine. All right, yeah. week one at Minnesota. Loss. Week two, home against Detroit. Home against Detroit. Uh, win. By the way, the one benefit of having no rookies is you don't have anyone to, to you know, have to catch up without a preseason. Week mm-hmm. three at New Orleans on Sunday night. Um... Loss. Week four, Falcons Monday night. At home, I'll say yeah. win. All right, two and two early bye. Week six at Tampa. Late game. National Loss. Team. Week seven at Houston. Loss. All right, that's two and four. Week eight, Vikings. At home? Yeah. I'll say win. All right, three and four. Week nine at San Francisco on Thursday night, short rest. Loss, three and five. Three and five. All right, uh, Jacksonville at home. Win. Four and five. At Indianapolis, week 11. I don't know what to make of Indy late in the year. I'll say loss. All right. Uh, four and six. They haven't played uh, Chicago yet, have they? Chicago, Sunday Night Football. Win. All right. Five and six. Eagles at home on CBS, late game. I'll say win. Yeah, last year they lost at home to the Eagles. All right. So they're back to six and six at Detroit in week 14. Can they get a sweep of the Lions? Yeah, I'll say they sweep the Lions, seven yeah, and six. So seven and six. And then uh, home against Carolina. Win, eight and six. Eight and six. And then Tennessee on Sunday Night Football. 
schedule sort of gets a little soft towards the end. Yeah. And the, the last game is going to be in Chicago. Yeah. So I'll say loss and then win, and they go nine and seven. All right, so nine and seven. All right, so you have a push then. But would you go over or under if you have to make a decision there? What's the what's the number nine? It's a nine. It's a nine. I would. I would. It's a stay away from me. Yeah. I um. Yeah, it's interesting because they did go thirteen and three last year, and they still have Aaron Rodgers in their public team. So I think people are smarter, other than you, than we give them credit for. We had one listener, I think, who had him in the top ten, other than you. Who was that? Um. Yeah, Bob Phelan had him at number nine. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, people had him in the twenties, and yeah, pe- people are people are are are, are hip to the to the Packers. The Packers aren't a good team. Well, the Packers are not a hip team, that's for sure. No, people are hip to the fact that they're not good is what I'm saying. Except for I know, I'm saying they're not a hip team. Feeling. Yeah, but they're still a public team. They're still the Packers, and they're still Aaron Rodgers. It's funny because, you know, despite him being the quarterback of my arch enemy for, my, you know, for the last 15 years, I've always really liked Aaron Rodgers. And so, but again, I rank him in my top three every year, but just there's no – it's just reputation. It's reputation, and in our minds, we remember when he throws one crazy Hail Mary once a year. And we just forget all the games where he has 180 yards on 55% completion percentage and then says, relax, in the post-game press conference when people ask him, hey, uh, why would you only score 13 points against the Browns today? So, yeah. Um, yeah, Vikings are going to win this division at 9-7. and seven. That's all it's going to take this year. Keith, you got any uh, other Packers takes? Should we go back to the underwear rankings? Yeah, no, we could talk about other things for the last 10 minutes of this episode, honestly. 10 minutes left? I, don't, I forgot to check my time when we started. Yes, yeah, so we have 10 minutes left. Oh, wow. uh, 12 minutes. 12 minutes left. Oh, boy. I got to say, I, I'm shocked that your one thing of, like, how great it would be to be rich is to wear new underwear every day. No, I was just wondering uh, if, like, Jeff Bezos ever re-wears underwear. Does he re-wear anything? Like, if you're a celebrity, you wear every outfit only once because you – especially if you're, like, a tastemaker. Like, if you're, like, an actress who's showing up in magazines and Instagram, you can't wear the same thing more than once because – That's you know, different because they're not even buying it. They're getting yeah. sent that stuff for, for you know – Well, you think Jeff people. Bezos is buying his underwear? You think people are like, is he like a, like a, a influencer? He's like an Instagram? I mean, what model? do you mean? He was sending dick pics that were showing up all over the internet. So if I'm an true. underwear manufacturer, I'm sending him underwear. To, That's you know. true. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, a lot of... Uh, Jeff Bezos yeah. is a free baller. He ain't wearing underwear, period. <laughs> I did. There was a lot of, um, spoiler alert, I guess, plug for the next new, new girl old guy. Nagak. We were talking about... We, Nagak. We were talking about dick pics and... Uh, if Chester would uh, would send me a picture of his wiener, if I if I asked him to, <laughs> send it to you. Yeah, if I said if I texted you, it was like, hey, I want to see what your wiener looks like. Would you would you send it to me? Would you? <laughs> would you? But because it, someone sees someone naked in a new girl old guy, and then um, uh, and then uh, like uh, some other people are mad or like disappointed that like, hey, all their friends saw them naked, but not not me. Oh, I've I've told you the story about uh, Jen's roommate before, right? Oh, you told me. I'm thinking of one that I that I think is not for the podcast. Well, none of these are stories for the podcast, but it's it's 27 minutes into a Packers podcast. It's fine. Sure. Uh, okay. Jen, senior of college, she lived in a house with five girls, and the one girl, mm-hmm. the only one who Jen did not like, her boyfriend walked in one day when Jen was in the shower, like walks in the bathroom and then rips open the shower curtain, mm-hmm. and like and like Jen, he claims that he thought that it was his girlfriend, um, and Jen was like really pissed for obvious reasons. Yeah. And then, like, two days later, I was, like, walking in the hall of their, um, like, uh, like, in the hall in their apartment, in their house, and that mm-hmm. girl, like, the, the, the girlfriend of the boy who had ripped open the shower curtain on Jen, she was, like, walking through the hall in a towel, and she dropped her towel, 
He's like, oh, oops. And I, it was like very obviously on purpose. And I was very confused. Was this like, it's almost like Seinfeldian. Well, you remember like when, I, when, Jerry, when George says to Elaine that now that Elaine, that he gets to see Elaine naked. Yeah. Right. It, was, it seemed like she did it on purpose. Did you shove your face in and say, here's your Christmas card? No, no. But it did seem like it was some <laughs> kind of penance for what her boyfriend had done. But like, So you think it was an intentional towel drop? It seemed, to, it seemed too obvious to me. Uh, who drops a towel? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I have never, I mean, I guess I have, but like, that, yeah, that is, that is, it's a little too on the nose, right? It's supposed to be like two days later. That? So, like, the timing, just, you know, the, the chronology of events, I, I, I assumed it was intentional. By that the way, there, there was nothing I wanted to see there. No offense to that girl. She's listening. But I still think it's like, it makes, it, it, it sort of makes it, uh, it, it, like, it's even Steven now. It's not even Steven because that guy did it to Jen against her will. I didn't go up and yeah, that's this girl's true. towel. No, I'm not, we're not encouraging people to do that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but if yeah. I said for science, I, I need you to send me a picture of your junk, you're not sending it? To you? No. First of all, I'm not sending it to anybody, but certainly not to you either. Why not? What am I? I'm not going to send it to anybody. You then why, what do you need it for? Just to prove that you would do it. No. <laughs> I'm not sending you a dick pic. Well, the idea was that I, the idea was I think that like like all, every, all the other podcasters a word, a seen word, it, not a word me. of advice to our younger gentlemen listeners: never send yeah. a dick pic. Nobody, there's no. Well, girl, not unsolicited, obviously. No, that would be crazy. There's no such thing as a solicited dick pic. That's my point. There's no girl in the history That's of the world true. who has ever. I think it's rare, but I don't think it's not you're wrong. There's no girl in the history of the world. Ask your female friend. If we have a woman listener, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. If we have a woman listener, then you know you could. Women you could, do not want dick pics. I'm sure some do, but most don't. No, Never I'm unsolicited. Saying, I'm not saying they don't want the dick. They don't want the, the photograph of it on their phone. Right. And also make sure your face isn't in there just in case it like gets spread around. <laughs> so you have plausible deniability? Yeah, you have plausible. Yeah, who's yeah. going to say like, how is anyone going to know it's yours if there's no, like yeah. I wouldn't recognize Unless my own. Arm and you can see the cross on the bottom of the picture. Yeah, or it said in the number four. Like yeah. I wouldn't recognize my own if there was a picture of five of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> there's no, like once it's, once it's not attached your, to your face, yeah. then it's, I feel like you probably could have recognized your own. You might not think so, but you look at it and be like, oh, yeah. I think, I, well, I, I, I'm I, like I face like, you know, a triple there, and I guess this one doesn't have it. Maybe. I'm face blind, so I do wonder if that, like, if that, you, you know, goes to other body to parts. Does penis apply to penises? So your penis yeah, blind as well? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so I think that people need to send you their dicks so that you can. Uh... <laughs> no, no, they don't need to. Don't All right, everybody to. send your dick pics to Akiva. No, no. <laughs> If you're if you're in the, if you're um, in the patron WhatsApp group, you have a Kiva. No, software. listen. If you don't do it, if you don't do it, then I then I refuse yeah. to get other. What do you mean if? I'm not. I can't believe this. Even well, happened. then I was thinking like, should I send one to Chester? But then like, no. I, like no. I know that Dr. Jen will will. But I just said will, not 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 solicited, not unsolicited, not wanted. But it would be. But it's like, yeah. I thought we were friends. Yeah. <laughs> Now I need to know what conversation you guys were having on NGOG. No, it's really, it ties in with the episode. It, I, I don't want to like ruin yeah, it the ties whole, all run together? Yes. It's, it's, it's but you've never seen Big Lebowski, right? Or is that Bill Simmons? Am I mixing up? Of course. Of no, Big, Bill Simmons has never seen Big yeah. Lebowski. Can we talk about Bill Simmons' atrocious fantasy football advice to his uh, 10-year-old son? Uh, I didn't hear that podcast. I did listen to his podcast with Matthew Berry where like fantasy podcasts where they ended up talking about three quarterbacks the whole time. What um uh, what what oh, was that on Matthew Barry's podcast feed? No, Matthew Barry came on on Bill Simmons show. Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, it was I, pretty good. I must it's have pretty good that one. It's I'm, a weird I'm... dynamic. They don't have a lot of chemistry per se. It's a weird dynamic. But yeah. um, I was a religious listener of Matthew Barry's podcast with Ravitz with Nate Ravitz like at the very beginning, ago, yeah, or fifteen years ago. Even when I like my first year in law school is uh, yeah like a long time ago by now. 
I don't think you have to listen to any fantasy podcast unless it's like incredibly entertaining. Like I, I think the it's not the most efficient way to get fantasy advice. Yeah, like yeah, just by, by a bunch of podcasts, it's already dated. Having said that, Akiva, let's give our top five sleepers for the season. <laughs> do you want to do that? Yeah, we oh. get fantasy. Advice. Well, I finished all my drafts, so I don't care. Yeah, I have no takes though. I, I, I'm famously, I'm against the very idea of having a sleeper. Like, if you, if you, if there's a, a player who you have in mind, you're already doing it wrong. Don't, don't look at players. Look at tiers. No, but if you have a player in a higher tier than than other people, I think that's a very reasonable question. But don't target that. I mean, I mean, I do. Tar- I target players in the sense that there's certain players who are in a tier by themselves, right? So like Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes are in their own tier. Um, Chris McCaffrey's in his own tier. Travis Kelsey's in his own tier. Um, actually, every, Mike Thomas in his own tier. So this year, there's actually like a one-man tier at every position, except quarterback, where there's a two-man tier. Well, let me so, tell you what happened to. So I had. A, I know this is. Boring, what I mean is, there's nobody who should be targeting in the fifth round because there's there's seven guys who are all the same at every position by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me tell you my predicament today. So yeah. I'm in a league which is two QBs, and for whatever reason, two running backs and two receivers. Two receivers. So if you play two quarterbacks, it's a super flex. But if you play two quarterbacks, you can't play. A, a, third third, a third receiver or a third running back. Um, oh, that's the so, only – there's no other flex position? Yes, yeah. There's only no. – yeah. Uh, don't ask why. So, anyway well, – I know why because uh, you're in a bunch of terrible leagues already. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that, is, that is correct. So, then – so, I have the 12th and 13th picks, which is – I think there should be, like, more – in fantasy drafts, it's very, uh, like, unfair to have a late-round pick most. Like, oh, it's you just, know what's really fun? Fantasy yeah. drafts. Drafts are very fun. Be going to a draft, being in person. Yeah, we had, by the way, we had 12 people at our draft live uh, yesterday. Which oh, yeah. COVID I called the cops. Impressive. Yeah, One guy very, been, I would say very unimpressive, but sure, you could say that. No, we were, we, we were sitting very socially distant. We were taking up my entire yard. We were screaming to get our pick. Big With pick. like a bullhorn? Did you have like uh, – It's have... funny because I feel like one guy um, who actually – he uh, Erez, this one guy hadn't been there. He, he said he hadn't been to a draft in eight years, which – but he has a co-owner who lives in New York, so who usually comes – I feel like I didn't even see him because he was all the way on the other end of like the yard. So at one mm-hmm. point he actually screamed at me. He's like, Hey, Hey, Chester, good to see you. And I realized, Oh yeah. I what was the food situation? We, we grilled. Okay. You know, burgers. Uh, but then you had people on zoom probably also. So Steve, we have, we had 12 people live cause one person is a co-owner. Um, and then we had yeah one person on Zoom because he's in Florida and he's not allowed to. Is that annoying to deal with to deal with the Zoom drafter? We've done that before. I mean, it's less annoying this year than any previous year because this year you know we're more used to Zooms than we were you know any other year of our lives. Yeah, in your in the league your brother runs, we're just doing it on Zoom. We're not we're not getting together. Where we well, your country is shut down half the country right now anyway. Although I would no guess nothing shut down. Nothing I was shut. I was gonna say most of the people, no one who plays fantasy football lives in the parts of the country that are in the red zones right now, right? Yeah, but they're not shut down. They said the government no, said not. they should be shut down, and they're like, no, they're not listening. I don't to understand what's like, going on there. It's like BB was getting such good press in like March. I'm like, it's not been going well since then. Um, all right, so here's what I did at 12 and 13. Yeah. So it, so Lamar and Mahomes went, and then the like nine they had good both running gone backs before you. You're saying. Yes. So I have the 12th pick, yeah. nine running backs, but for some reason not Edward Tillaire. So with like crap, like Mixon, Mixon, Chubb, and Connor went, but not Exer, uh, Edward Connor. Taylor. Yes. Okay, that's a very bad pick. Very bad pick. Yeah. Um. By by the guy who the guy who last week I was saying I went to kick out of the league, so I'm happy okay, now that so I'm he's bad. Back. Fine. Um. So I so where would you go? Two QB, two running back, two receiver. You have eight. Wait, well, have Mike eight. Thomas was taken. No. So oh, I well, then Mike, obviously take Mike Thomas. There's no yeah, question. So I take Mike. Now here's the problem. So I take Michael Thomas. 
and I, I immediately regretted it by the time it came back to me because the level of receiver that was still available by the next time I picked was just unbelievable. Yeah, but Thomas is such a class above, like, at least on my, on my projection system, I have Mike Thomas yeah. scoring 261 points. And then Devontae Adams is next to 233. There was such a QB run that Mike Evans goes 48th. Yeah, that, that's where Mike Evans should go. Because you know why? Because there's 15 no, Mike guys Evans like Mike 30. Evans. There's no difference between Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay and DJ Moore and Robert Woods and Allen right. Robinson, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper. These guys are all the same. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So I went Thomas and Prescott. And Prescott over Dak or whatever. That's a personal choice. Prescott and Dak uh, are the same person, but yeah. I, excuse, uh, uh, Dak over Russ. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you don't, yeah, you want Dak Watson or Russell Wilson. And now I'm a little they, nervous about the Cowboys' offensive line, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would have taken Thomas and Kelsey. I'm all about the tears, baby. You would have taken Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey is projected to score more points than all but four wide receivers, and he's at a position where other people are going to be getting six points a week if they're lucky. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to stream tight ends. I, I, I my, my, my floor is Evan Ingram. If I don't get Evan Ingram, I'm not taking, I'm not spending a dollar or a draft pick on. Yeah, no, that's the right. I mean, for me, it's not even Ingram is below my floor. Ingram. No, I think Ingram, Ingram is weird because I do think he has. Remember, Kittle wasn't like a star right away. Ingram yeah. has superstar ability, absolutely. Like, he, he's the. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.